Yeah, Big Red Monday, a preview as opposed to a review today here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. We continue to preview tonight's game against the 49ers down in Mexico. We are joined by the one and only Lorenzo Alexander to help us break it down. What's up, Zoe? How are you? I'm doing great this morning. Up early, getting ready to take my my youngest to school, but want to jump on with you guys first. Nice. Well, I appreciate the time, as always. Uh, when, when you consider everything with the Cardinals, no Kyler Murray, uh, absences on the offensive line, DJ Humphrey's out, no Byron Murphy, Hollywood Brown looks like he's not going to come back. Going up against a team uh, in, in a must-win situation the Cardinals are in, but going up against a team like the 49ers, all things considered, uh, Zoe, how do, you, how do you size up the Cardinals' chances tonight? I mean, obviously this team... Uh, you you know, in the 49ers, I think it's obviously a, a, a much harder matchup than what they faced last week. Um, when you think about uh, everything that the Rams have been going through this year and, and how, I guess, lackluster their season has been as well. And I think the 49ers have a lot of hope. Obviously, they have Christian McCaffrey, uh, Debo Samuels, Brandon Ayuk, and they got a lot of different weapons. And so they, I think they have to m- be more than P's and Q's. And I think this front seven of the 49ers defense is better as well. But I think, you know, again, you know, each week you have to come up, strap them up, and if you can dominate the line of scrimmage, I think, which the Cardinals did at times last week. I think, uh, you know, obviously Aaron Donald still had some impact in the game. He didn't have the stats, but if they can hold up like like they did last year or last week and not and be more consistent than what we've seen prior, especially that offensive line, I think that's really been the mainstay. I think they, you know, they can still have a shot because they have so many playmakers on the outside uh, that stepped up. You know, Ryan Moore, obviously Hop. I know he's, he has a little bit of hamstring, but I think these guys can still make enough plays. And then if you think about the defense, have, have for the most part outplayed. I think what we had the ex- expectations of them and, and create a couple of turnovers. They have a shot. Obviously, going to be a little different. And I think any time that you you're playing in a different place, right? You know, Mexico is such a, a transition. You, nobody's used to pe- playing there because it's, it's something uh-huh. that. It's kind of offbeat. Uh, anything can really happen. That altitude in Mexico City is its almost 2,000 feet higher than in Denver. And I know you had a little experience playing there when you were with Oakland in 2015. <laughs> the Cardinals chose not to really do anything. The 49ers went all the way to Colorado Springs where they right. trained in altitude. But it was also snowy. And a lot of their players were grumbling. What do you think of this difference in preparation? And, and what really matters for a game at that altitude? So if you talk to some of the professionals, it really doesn't matter as far as you prepping it unless you out there for a significant amount of time. And so I don't know how long the 49ers were there. And then obviously I don't know what the difference is when you go up even even a little bit more. So, you know, if you have like four or five days to acclimate, then it's worth doing. But just going out there a day earlier doesn't really matter. But at the end of the day, when I was in Denver, the only time it really impacted me significantly when I was aware of it is having to cover punts twice in a row. Um, and so maybe if a guy has to mm. run, you know, a couple of go routes in a row, yeah, right. back to back. But unlike, you know, unlike uh, on offense punt, there was no backup. You know, nobody was coming in to sub in for you. They would sub out the gunners. But so that you could do that with, I guess, rotation. And so I know the Cardinals aren't very that deep there, but you can kind of figure out ways to spell guys. But that's the only time, you know, running a significant amount of distance back to back plays without that break in, in the middle is when it really kind of creeps up in your mind. That's good news, though, because the Cardinals don't run go-routes. <laughs> I knew that was That's cold. So you set me up. I had to take it. Lorenzo Alexander, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. The last time we spoke, and at the beginning of the year, there was a lot of concern uh, about Isaiah Simmons, his place yeah. in this defense. He wasn't playing a ton. Last week, for the first time all season, Isaiah Simmons played 100% of the defensive snaps, and I 
think at a certain point, about week four or five, the light bulb went on. What have you seen from Isaiah Simmons uh, in, in his continued development this year? Because I, I think he's been, you know, very good to excellent for for the past few games. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, and you know, even Zayvon in there too. I mean, I think both of these guys are incrementally getting better each and every week, and their confidence is growing with that. I mean, I think this year we've seen more of those big splash plays that we want to see from, uh, you know, your high draft picks, the core of your defense, and guys that are going to be here for, you know, five to ten years, hopefully, uh, based on what they continue to become. Um, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm a stickler, um, you know, being in the league for a long time and, you know, kind of becoming a pseudo coach. And even now, as I've transitioned out coaching now, I'm, I'm all about the details and, and the consistency from play to play because that's what allows you to increase your ability to, to, to play at a high level and make these plays even more more often. And so um, I say I say this. They've definitely gotten better. You can see their confidence. They I think they're understanding what they're being asked, what their role is. Um, but, you know, some of the things that, you know, I, I still want to see to see is just better hands, better understanding of what the, how the offense is trying to attack you so you're not so reactionary, but you're almost, you know, uh, almost predicting what's going on. Um, and, then, and then lastly, just the consistency of running to the football uh, because when those guys show up at the ball – most of the time, great things happen, yeah. whether they're jawing it out, getting a pick off of a tip. And so if they can consistently do that even more, um, I, I, I would say these guys are, you know, obviously ceiling is, is is to the roof. All right, last week, Colt McCoy proved that poise and leadership and efficiency can carry a football team a long, long way. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you make of what we're seeing from him, and, and what do you think is going to happen if he can pull off this victory over the 49ers? What would that do to that locker room? Because I, I, I think it would be a little difficult just to handle the ball back to Kyler Murray, even though he's the guy, if, yeah. Colt, if Colt can pull this off. It, it would be difficult, but... Kyler's going to get the ball back in his hands. He's just too dynamic, um, um, and he's gotten paid, and that's just the way you know the league works. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you have a veteran for these times of uncertainty when Kyler can't play or health, whatever it may be, get sick, COVID, whatever. You have a guy for these moments uh, because – He's he's proven. I think guys have great confidence in him. So when he comes to the huddle, there's not like, man, what, what are we going to get? You know, we know what we're going to get. We know what type of player he is. And we saw that last week. He's going to get the ball out of your hands, be on time, schedule. But this league is so hard. And, you know, Coach can make all the plays, but I don't know if he can make that special play. Right. Right. We all have, you know, some type of ceiling to our game, uh-huh. and the uber-talented ones are getting paid or are the starters for a reason. And so that's always the thing that, you know, coaches and GMs, because some things you just don't have a play for, and you need a Kyler Murray's ability uh, to get you out of that down and get you there. So uh, he's going to get it back, but obviously Kyler still needs to, you know, develop and grow and, and become the complete quarterback that he can, and that's it's going to take more time than obviously any of us uh, want. All right, if you were putting together the defensive game plan, what are you doing? Are you selling out to stop the run and, and making Jimmy Garoppolo beat you, throwing the ball? How, how are you attacking this game? Well, that's hard because, I mean, on the back end, you kind of beat up a little bit, yeah. too. and so <laughs> Pick your poison, I mean, right? Yeah, pick your poison. Ideally, you would love to be able to stop the run um, in your traditional sets and not have to have another guy in the box because of the weapons and what this team can do on the outside. I mean, even with Christian McCaffrey, he's like another pseudo running back that can spread you out and they can have another running back in the backfield and, and, and just so many athletes that they can put on the field to kind of confuse you. So I know Vance Joseph is going to look at, the, uh, look at um, Shanahan you know,
know, kind of call sheet and percentage-wise what he has done and try to dial up calls, which I think he's been really good at all years, when to bring Buddha to the to where, where the team likes to run the ball. And so I think it's really going to be on Vance Joseph having a good feel of what Shanahan likes to do and putting his guys in advantageous plays uh, per the situation. And, and you can't just sell out one or the other because we also know Jimmy, with these athletes, has the ability to put the ball out there and give them a chance for run after the catch, what they're great at, and put points on the board. And so it's, I think it's going to become more down to Vance Joseph really having a, a, a good sense and feel of this game and putting the guys in a great place. And, and so sometimes that means selling out uh, run run blitzes. Sometimes that means, you know, uh, what, I, what I really like he does is those simulated blitzes where he brings everybody up to the line and then brings somebody out, and it's still four guys rushing, but then they overload a side to kind of confuse that off, and, off yeah. of the line who hasn't been you know healthy really all this year either. Zoe, thanks so much for joining us. Always good to talk to you. Appreciate the insight, and have a uh, great holiday, man.